Happy Friday. If this is your first listen on the Woman Podcast, my name is Tamani Lynn, and I'm the founder and CEO of Women of Lynn, which is a women's empowerment organization dedicated to uplifting and empowerment through support and networking. Uh, we do so many different things like group community service, motivational podcasts like this one, webinars, seminars, workshops, you name it. We basically do it, sis. Um, if this isn't your first listen on the Woman Podcast, welcome back, sis. We have more gems to drop. Um, if you've never listened to an episode of ours before, then we do updates in the beginning of every episode and by the time this podcast episode drops we have launched our what is this third or fourth workshop um it's going to be titled um the woman of the workshop building a brand 101 um i did something a little different this time normally you know i just drop workshops for you ladies and you know everybody comes out the event sells out we have fun that's great But I got a piece of advice from one of my favorite girl bosses, well, girl CEOs, rather, Ronnie Brown. And she made it a point to ask your audience what things they wanted instead of just putting things out. And sure enough, I posted to my personal Instagram story, uh, you know, what workshops you ladies wanted to see, what workshop would help you. And you guys blew it out the water with building a brand as far as content planning. And if you've listened to a podcast of mine, listened to an IGTV of mine, or just follow me consistently, then you know content planning is so important to me. I feel like without content planning, you have nothing you have inconsistency you have a brand that looks like nothing and building a brand is so much that goes into it not just with content planning but other things and whenever I decide to have a workshop it's only things that I've mastered and you know I always make it a point to you know have these workshops to teach the women around me the things that I've learned throughout my journey of entrepreneurship because if you've also listened to a previous podcast of mine then you ladies know that I started out with literally nothing no one telling me what to do I I googled everything, YouTubed everything, went to workshops, and sis is here now. Thank God. So I'm glad to be in the position to, you know, help the women around me. And if you ever need some gems, come to our workshop. So the link is womanofland.org slash shop or womanland.org slash workshops. And then you can read up all about, you know, the workshop that we have coming up. It's going to be on October 26th. So go ahead and grab your ticket. So Let's go ahead and jump into the topic of this week, which is get out of your box. And I wanted to have this podcast episode because I feel as though not even just as female entrepreneurs, but women in general, we limit ourselves a lot of the time, you know, whether that's, you know, the negative opinion of others holding us back from getting us you know, out of our boxes, whether that's us, you know, holding ourselves back from, you know, getting out of our boxes. Um, For me personally, for so long, I was just stuck in my little box. Okay, I'm going to post one time a day. I'm going to post like three times a week and that's going to be it. And I'm just going to stick to the societal norms of what a women's empowerment org is. And the second that I started doing the things that I wanted to do within my brand, the second that I started to put content out there that actually made sense and aligned with me and my brand and not even just that, but life in general, when I started thinking out of the box and moving out of the box, blessings just came from everywhere. And, you know, if you if you're listening to this episode and if you feel like you're stuck in a box, you need to assess so many things. You need to assess why you feel like you're stuck in your box. You need to assess, is it me <laughs> that's, you know, stopping me from being great? Is it the people around me? And just so many different things. So 
Um, if you ladies have tuned in to a podcast episode of ours and you know that I bring nothing but the best guests on here and I wanted to have a girl boss on here that could relate to this topic. Um, I followed her brand for quite some time now and it has been such an amazing, you know, pleasure to watch her grow and just watch her content flourish and, you know, all the things that she's involved in flourish and, you know, it's, it's super rewarding to have women on this podcast that I admire, that I look up to, that are just amazing. So, please welcome Elizabeth Lima, everybody. Hey, girl. Can you hear me loud and clear? Yes, I can. Thank you so much for having me. I definitely want to tip my hat off to you because what you're building here and what you're helping women do at such a young age is so beautiful, like I told you. But, hey, guys. I want to introduce myself. Like she said, my name is Elizabeth Lima. I am out of Miami, Florida. My brand's name is called Dare to Create. You can find it at directly my Instagram page, which is at Elizabeth Lima or uh, at Dare to Create as well. Either one is going to pop. I'll pop up. Tell us a little bit about Dare to Create and the Elizabeth Lima brand. Like, how did you begin consulting other business owners, creating your own workshops? Like, basically, what's your story? Well, that's such a um, broad question for me (laughs) Um, because I'm pretty sure other people have like very, you know, inspiring, motivating stories in the sense of what started their brand. But mine actually started at a state of confusion. Um, Mm. For me, it was a place where I was lost. I was doing my business at that point for about five January made five years. Dare to Create officially launched February 24th of this year, 2019. Um, And I was doing my business for four and a half, five years at that point, and it was in the network marketing realm, so I was pretty much teaching and building up people on how to sell and recruit, and um, I did pretty good at it. I was also able to quit my job at the age of 23 because of my income in the industry, Um, but what I realized was some things happened in the company back in 2017 at the end, last quarter of the year where we had stopped getting paid for three months and then bringing into 2018, the first three months of the year, we weren't getting paid again. And um, at that point we had a six figure income. So obviously um, not getting paid your six figure income can, you know, definitely make a lot of a mess, you know, a big old mess and just things can go crazy. And that's what happened. And um, we were trying to figure out at that time, I had really good mentors that I thought were on the right, were doing the things right for me. And um, I had mentors actually turn their back against me. So Mm. it was at a place where, I started realizing that people that were in my inner circle didn't want the best for me. It was more of a monetary solution. And um, 2018, we decided to transition to a new company, which taught us something that we always wanted to learn, which is a trade of trading currencies, like foreign currencies. Mm -hmm. So my boyfriend fell in love with the industry, but I didn't fall in love with it either. So here I was thinking to myself, what do I do now? Like I've been teaching and training and the company, I'm a trainer for the company. Um, This has been my life for five years almost. And what do I do now? You know, I quit my job as a healthcare administrator. Um, I studied health services administration. I just really felt like, what else can Elizabeth do that doesn't involve network marketing? I'm really good at teaching sales. I'm really good at teaching follow-up. I'm really good at teaching you how to get out of your comfort zone and present yourself in person rather than like through social media. Mm -hmm. So I was always thinking to myself, what else can I do? And I'm going to be honest with you, girl. I didn't, I didn't have an answer. I really didn't. Um, so at that time I was also trying to really connect spiritually with God and figure out what his purpose for me was. Mm -hmm. I didn't know what that looked like either. So I was just going from church to church trying to see, you know, who could touch me and like the Holy Spirit would hit me (laughs) because honestly, that's what I was looking for. Like I was looking for God to just like talk to me and I know, boom, just like that, Mm -hmm. what my purpose was. And I'm sure we've all been there. Um, 
Oh, yes, I know I have. (laughs) Well, we just want that clear answer. Like, we don't want to figure it all out. We just want to be told how to go do it. Right. So last year, um, which was 2018, I had absolutely no intentions of doing anything on my own. Uh, We were still building another company. And I just remember my heart wasn't in the place, like in the the same place anymore. Like, I just felt like I was doing things for the money. It just, it wasn't there. And I really felt through this, like, depression and anxiety. And I remember telling my boyfriend, I don't think this is me. Like, this isn't me. Like, this is not the Elizabeth Lima that I know. Mm -hmm. And I didn't know. And again, I don't know if the girls that listen to your podcast can feel like this, but I know that they know a friend that does. And Mm. through that anxiety and through that depression, it was like, I'm 26. At that time, I'm 27 now. I'm like, I I thought I would be so much further on. Like, I was on the right path. Like, things did a detour. And now I'm here, like, having to figure out who I am all over again. And in the midst of all of that, I have forgot. I really forgot who I wanted to be long term. And that's what messed me up. Um, I forgot my vision. I forgot what I was doing everything for, who I wanted to become. And I think that that's the most important part. Like whenever you do something, I know they say don't do it with the end in mind, but do it with the end in mind of who you want to become. Mm -hmm. And I lost sight of that because I was doing things at the moment, just surviving, kind of just reacting to everything, you know, like a fire extinguisher. You just show up and put the fire out, whatever happens. And, um... I told my boyfriend, I said, listen, I'm going to do a vision board. I need to do my vision board. He, I'm sorry, let's actually backtrack. He told me, you forgot everything you created all, you know, your past couple years and your vision boards and all these things. And again, I thought like a vision board, babe, like really that's mad corny. Like I'm going through so much and you're telling me to go make my vision board again. He goes, think about it. What have you accomplished this year that you can say you manifested that or that you put that out there and you wanted it? Like this whole year, we've just been responding to what happens. And I'm like, it's right. Like I, I haven't accomplished anything where I feel like, dang, I did that, you know? It was because we didn't plan. It was just another year. We closed out 2017 rough and we began 2018 rough. So that's like, I let life direct me instead of me directing it the way I wanted it. Mm. And um, at the time he was like, start from scratch, start with your vision board, start like creating who you want. And I'm like, you know what? You're right. Like, let me go back to the basics. Let me go back to what I teach my sales team. Right. And uh, I posted it on Instagram. Again, there was no intentions of anything. My Instagram was just me, regular life and business. And I was never sharing business tips. I never, nothing like my business was my business in the real world. I never really talked about it on social media. Mm-hmm. So then um, I said, Hey guys, what if I do a vision board workshop? Would you guys be down to come? Everyone was like, yeah, absolutely. Like, can we go, you know, is, is it available for us? Is it only for you, the people in your team? I'm like, no, it's for absolutely anybody. Girl, I posted that up and I did a vision board workshop December, 2018. Thought nothing of it. I did the workshop. I told my man, I will never do this again. <laughs> that was way too much work. Ooh. It was supposed to be a three hour workshop and it turned into eight hours. Oh. I called it at the time, dare to do. Girl, I had no, I had no letters left in my little board. So I created any name. <laughs> and, um, long story short, I woke up one day and I said, you know what, what if this can be like a real thing? Like, what if it is? I don't know, whatever. I'll just post again on Instagram and I'll say, Hey guys, you guys want another one? Everyone was like, Oh my God. Yeah, 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 yeah. Whatever. So I said, all right, let me do this thing for real, for real. And, um, February 24th is when Dare to Create was born. And uh, I created the freaking logo on Canva. And I (laughs) said, I am going to go print out a six by six freaking step and repeat. And we're going to make this thing official. And we're going to create tickets on Eventbrite. And now you can Google me. And oh my God, girl, it just went 
we completely sold out that event. Then oh I got God. highly requested to do another one. I did another one. And then I got requested to do another one. Then I got requested to go to Orlando. Then I got requested to do another one in Miami. And then Ooh. I'm planning to take my event now to New York. And all of this, babe, is through a vision board. Like, mm. I haven't even tapped into what I'm capable of. You know what I mean? Like, I know what I'm good at. I'm, I'm good at teaching sales. I'm good at teaching follow-up. I'm good at teaching you what you need, like, for business that doesn't involve just social media. And I think that that's a presence that a lot of people lose, which is, like, how to shake a firm handshake, how to look somebody in the eye, how to ask for the sale in person, yes. you know, and those are the things I'm really good at. So when I created the vision board to, to tell you how Elizabeth Lima and Dare to Create came together was I never wanted to lose who I am when I created my brand because I just felt like where I was as Elizabeth Lima is what created Dare to Create. That state of confusion, that state of not knowing how can I monetize or create something for other women is where it like it became me. Like mm -hmm. that moment is when I became and I said, I think this is a target audience. Like, Wow. Girls that are me, that are lost, but they got it. They know what to do, but they just fell out of love with their career. Or they fell out of love with their situation or who knows? You know what I mean? Or you have that moment. I feel like social media gives an either or option. Like it's either you're doing this or you're doing nothing. Right. And it makes you feel less than sometimes. Ooh. And that state of confusion is where I think I was. And I knew my capabilities. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> wow. To say the least. Um, I don't know why you didn't think that was a compelling story. <laughs> I'm just sitting here listening like, oh, my God. But you made so many points. Like, I feel as though, you know, you said you closed out 2017 bad. You opened up 2018 bad. Mm -hmm. And you felt like you were in that state of confusion and you just felt lost. Ladies, I'm going to be honest. We had a little girl talk before um, we started recording and I was just telling her about you know me being an ROTC student and me coming from you know a background of stability and you know corporate jobs and corporate America like entrepreneurship you know for my family is so unconventional and out of the norm so when I made that switch like okay I'm not going to be you know in my box anymore and I decided to do what I loved I was definitely in that place of oh my god I'm so depressed I don't know where I'm going with this I feel so lost right now and it's so crazy right. that she said that because I feel as though all entrepreneurs go through that at one point in time we feel like oh my god like what am I gonna do like <laughs> and then it just comes to you um you were talking about how you were going to different churches hoping that the holy spirit touched you <laughs> and Girl. that something happened listen that was his answer that was his answer giving you that vision board workshop that was his answer your boyfriend purposefully telling you hey babe create a uh, vision board and you were like oh that's corny but look it got so big it got so big and it's so crazy looking at your brand I thought it was you know really you know seasoned but it really just started in February you said right yeah, February. that's crazy. The first official. That's crazy. That is so crazy. So and you know what's crazy in reference to that? You saying like how it just it was a vision board. I really didn't know. And one thing for me was, I didn't. I still didn't know what I was supposed to be doing. You know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. I, I knew my career, and that's the thing. I kept getting pulled back to my that my current business that I was in. Mm -hmm. I kept getting pulled in that direction. Offers were being given to me. New opportunities were coming, but I just, my heart wasn't in it anymore. And then when I thought about data create, I also thought, man, well, I like starting a whole business and brand from scratch is going to be no joke too. You know, especially where I was because 
yes, I closed out 17 bad and I brought in 18 bad, but the whole 18 was a mess. Like the whole 18, it was just putting out fires the whole year. Mm. But then this year, same thing started the first three to four months of this year were like we were we were getting sued at the beginning of this year so we went through uh, because again the business that we were in so we went through a lot that there was no like for me I got to a point where I'm like what like what else you know what I mean like what else is gonna happen like we had a huge situation with our banking I mean so many things the beginning of this year went wrong but what kept me wanting to do Dare to Create was every time that I put other people's like business before mine, it just feels so much more fulfilling. Mm-hmm. I never thought nothing of that though. I never thought that's like a good trait. I was just like, well, I guess I really like to help so-and-so create their business, you mm-hmm. know, or create their thing. And it's because I've been doing it so long that like, if you call me and you're like, Hey, I have this business that I want to create. I would just legit lay out a whole blueprint for you. And it brought me joy because I didn't have to think about my problems. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I yeah. didn't have to think about the situation I was in. And what that taught me is the more that I'm out, instead of being inside of my bubble and inside of my box, like your podcast is named, well, the, the episode is named, I had to get out of it to realize, let me just go participate and see what sticks to me. Let me go and be something out there and see what comes to me. And you know what? I, let me see what I, you know, let me try a little bit. Girl, I tried doing YouTube. <laughs> I tried doing the whole influencer thing. Mm-hmm. I tried it all. I tried emailing the brands to see this semi free products i'll make them a video it felt so fake Mm. but i had to get out of the box of what i was used to and say let me try all these other options to see if any of them sticks to me in a way where i want to keep doing it yes yes there is absolutely nothing wrong with trying you know a million and one businesses before you get to your right one there's no there's absolutely nothing wrong with that um i also want to tell the ladies listening if you feel like you know you're stuck right now you feel like you're in your box you need to assess why you feel like that you need to assess what can I do to make me stop feeling like this so I'm gonna go ahead and switch gears um to tie back into what we you know we're talking about what do you think stops us women from creating the life we want and getting out of our box fear of failure oh I mean we're not gonna die (laughs) you know what I mean yes I always tell people you need to fail as fast as possible. Like at the end of the day, it's not going to take our heart away. It's not going to take our blood away and it's not going to take our breath away. So what's the worst that can happen? Like for real, like sit back right now as you're listening to this and think to yourself, what is the worst thing that can happen to you? You won't know until you try. Right. You won't know until you try. You don't know if something is going to fail if you don't even try it. Oof. I know somebody listening needs to hear that. Okay. I know somebody listening needs to hear that. I always tell people fail as fast as possible because you're going to want to clean up the mess that you made. And that's when you're going to know, all right, it's time to like, like switch it up the gear. My first, and I say my first YouTube video because I was trying to do the whole YouTube thing. Mm -hmm. My first YouTube video was terrible. Absolutely terrible. My YouTube channel is called Elizabeth Lima TV. It's still active. I just haven't posted in a while. Um, Oh, I need to go watch it. Girl, it's don't, don't even. It's like, you could tell me figuring myself out. Don't even. There's one me trying to cook. There was me doing a vlog. It was just a hot mess. It was me really trying to figure it out. (laughs) But, you know, like, I I did the first video, then I wanted to do the second one. Then when I did the second one, I wanted to learn how to edit a little little better. And then when I did third one, I'm like, all right, I want to learn how to add a song now. So every single time I kept trying and I failed what I thought was failing the first time, I wanted to get better the second and the third time. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So fail faster. The faster you get through it, like, oh my God, the much like 
the more clarity you have of breath, like you feel like you just took a whole deep breath the first time you just do it and that's it. Move on. Mm. I feel like people should look at obstacles, you know, with stuff like that. They should look at them as blessings, honestly, because if you're just going right. to your business, you, you have no hiccups, you have no mishaps. How are you going to learn? How, how like are you going to learn? Like a story. I love, I, I can tell you all the stories about YouTube and I don't like it. You know what I mean? And now it's funny. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, I can tell you about the time that I tried the whole influencer marketing thing. And of course, you you know what it is to email brands asking for free stuff? Obviously, you have to find your pitch. But just the fact that I did that, I was like, did I just really do that? Like, I yeah. can't believe I just did this. You know, and it's like, like you said, a blessing and a story. All of it that we do every day has to have a story to it. If not, like, what are we going to talk about when we're in our 60s and 70s and 80s? Mm, think about that, ladies. Right. Think about that. Are you, do you feel like you're just stagnant? Do you feel like you're just going through the motions? Do you feel like you're just bored with your life? Get out of your box. It's because you, it's because you're literally in your box. And I feel like, um, the main thing that stops us from getting out of our box is the negative opinion of others. It's ourselves and it's our surroundings. Okay. I'm going to go ahead and start with surroundings. Um, We all have that one person that always has something super negative to say. You could be doing the best job ever and they're just like, oh, well, it looks okay. Or it's all right. Well, I think you should do this. And those constant opinions, being surrounded by that negativity will keep you in your box. Um, yourself. Sometimes we're scared of our own potential. I know when I first started Women Flynn, I was like, I don't know, man. This is, you know, it's going to look kind of crazy when I first start. I don't, I don't know how to put this out there and not seem like we're doing too much at one time. You know, the second that I was like, you know what? This is my vision. This is what I'm bringing to the table. And this is what it's going to be. That's when I began to flourish and I feel like we hold ourselves back a lot of the time and we need to get out of that you know just like Elizabeth was saying what is the point of life if you have no story what is the point of life if you're not enjoying it if you're not getting out of your box what are you going to talk about when you get older forget just talking about it later what about now what what are you talking about now are you just going through the motions are you doing things that you you don't want to do out of out of a place of oh I need to be secure like you have to think about that as well. Um, and yeah, that's how I feel like um, a lot of people, you know, stay in their boxes. It's, it's like a variation of things. And if you don't get out of your box, you'll regret it later. So, mm-hmm. whew. so what so can you say to the women listening that are scared of getting out of their box? I mean, like I said, it's like, what, what do you, what are you afraid of? You know what I mean? As mm-hmm. long as it doesn't take our life away, I think we're good. I think everything is just a challenge, something that we're supposed to grow through it. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, you have, it's so crazy because when I hear girls that are afraid to do certain things, but it's like, we, we watch and we admire so many people from far, right? You know, mm-hmm. whether it's on YouTube, you know, we admire YouTubers and we admire these people. And what we're really admiring, it's not like, their cute makeup or, you know, the song they came out with, it's the hustle and the ambition and the, and that resilience to actually do something that we were afraid to do. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Because when I look at JLo and I look at, you know, what she's created and how her body looks, I'm not looking at it from a perspective of, wow, that is beautiful. I'm looking at it like, dang girl, like that's what it looks like if you commit to a diet. That's what it looks like if you commit to a healthy lifestyle. So I look at it from a perspective of that's what it could rather than, oh my God, but that's just not me. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I think you just got to like, I mean, at the end of the day, again, my model has always been, what's the worst that can happen to you? 
that was a word. Okay. That was a word. If nothing that we've said touched you throughout this episode, it should be that. Okay. That right there. What's, what's stopping you? What's stopping you? What are you afraid of? Typically, it's always two things. It's either the fear of failure or the fear of other people. And I think the only time people fear other people's opinions is when they feel that they're going to fail. Because if you know you're going to succeed at something, you're not going to really care what other people say. I give you an example. So you see what you're doing with women of Lynn. You know that it's going to succeed at all costs. So you do not care what people say about it. Obviously, mm-hmm. you went through your phase. But now if you knew you weren't going to stick to it, then, of, of course, opinions matter to you at that point mm-hmm. because it's only showing the relevancy of how you felt in the moment. So you still you didn't stick to it. You decided to not even build Women of Lynn, but yet here you are and you built it. So what can your family possibly say negative about what you've created so far? They mm. can't because you've proved them wrong. You did what you said, what they thought you weren't going to do, and you did what you said. Absolutely. Absolutely. Not even just like with family, just in general, because I feel like everybody can relate to this. Every time you come from like a certain type of family, they expect you to do the same thing when you don't. It's just like, oh, well, they're doing this. Oh, it's just a phase. A lot of the people that I was surrounded by, they were like, oh, she's just starting it because everybody has a woman empowerment org now where, oh, she's not this and she's not that. And when you know the path that you're called on, when you know that God has called you to do something, It doesn't matter what anybody says, okay? Nobody, okay? It it doesn't matter at all. So get out of your box, get in your bag, and hustle. That's that's all I have to say about getting out of your box. And then, you know, you're listening to this and you feel like you're stuck, you're stagnant, you don't know what to do. Girl, sit down, plan out your content like how I always say, plan out, plan out your business plan, you know. Cast away all the negative energy around you and just get to it. Get on your bully. Like, what are you afraid of? What's stopping you? Think of those things. What is stopping me? Nothing. So I just want to thank you so much, Elizabeth, for being on this podcast episode. I feel like this is one of the realest episodes that we've had (laughs) thus far. And I just appreciate you not only as a business owner, just as a woman and how transparent you are and and what your brand has grown to be. And you inspire a lot of, you know, girls here in Maryland. Um, Although you're in Miami, you inspire a lot of girls here. And I'm pretty sure in other places. So I just want to thank you so much for everything that you do. And I can't wait to speak with you um, soon. Thank you so much. I definitely do appreciate it. No problem. So thank you, ladies, so much for listening to yet another episode on the Women Podcast. Um, you can follow all of Elizabeth's social media platforms at... So my Instagram name, I actually forgot to say it earlier. It's Elizabeth Chena Lima. I had to leave my nickname in there because people couldn't find me before. <laughs> or you can look up Dare to Create and you'll find me. And I just want to add one thing for the girl that's on here that says... I get it, loves. You guys talk about writing down all your, you know, your goals and your business plan and all this stuff. And sometimes that that sucks when you're lost at who you want to become. Um, inside of my data create workshop, by the way, I did want to mention this because the reason why I created it was because I used that to overcome what I was going through. And I felt that every female needs to have access to it if they're really just trying to figure out where to start, period. Not even business, not even career-wise, just trying to figure out who you are again and create your current year goals, your long-term goals, and create an action plan based on all around it. And that's what I teach inside the workshop. So I definitely want to say that because that's the exact equation that I use to get myself out of that rut. 
Period. That's exactly what she used to get out of the box. So, Elizabeth is based in Miami, but you already have heard she's traveling to New York. She's been to Orlando, and she might be coming to a city near you, or you can go to her city. You can go to her home turf and participate in one of her workshops. I know I definitely will be. So, thank you ladies so much for tuning in to yet another episode on the Woman Podcast. Um, You ladies can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, SoundCloud. Girl, we have it all now. Thank you ladies so much for your support and you ladies will hear me next week with a special guest peace have a great weekend ladies